Seem like everybody watched the House of Consciousness. Oh, God, I'm tuning in here in the States to every content. Oh, wow. You got your holy book, your references and documents, then hit your brother's side and get it cracking if you're confident. Sign at the TV, yet don't get no more reality. Nah. Get something to stay mindful of the struggle in totality. Humble yourself and let the commentary resonate. Living in these times is here, but sure to help you yeah, elevate. In a new song. Hope the dialogue ain't too strong. Y'all know that we've been waiting too long. And ever since I stepped into this paradigm, it's the time all I got is built. I know the TV is a black throne. Where kings and queens come get their facts on. Just be prepared to have your mind blown. And ever since I stepped into this paradigm, most of the time all I got is freedom on my mind. For real. For real. Black Power family, welcome to another Sonetta TV House of Consciousness production. You already know what it is, man. Um, we here today. I, I mean, there's so many goddamn pseudos out there in the world. I said, man, let me go and dig up somebody, man, who's gonna bring some some powerful information. Um, you know, some 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 science, man. I have to, I have to go out and find somebody <laughs> with some science. Yeah. And I come up with Brother Ngozi on my mind. I said, I got to bring in Brother Ngozi back. He got to get back up in here, man. We don't want to lose focus. It's all right if we bring a couple of pseudos, but we got to come back in with the with the scientists, you know? And um, you already see what the title is. Ngozi cleaning up the stink stink of these chumps leaving behind that these chumps are leaving behind. I got to fix the title. I got to fix the title. It's all right. <laughs> But um, yeah, man, everything is good. But for one thing I know, I really got to start really, really. I was just talking to Nepal last night and I said, you know what, baby, we got to really screen these people that we bring on because these are some goddamn nuts. A lot of them is nuts. They will flip on you in a minute. They will turn on you. They will. It's just a lot of crazy stuff going on, man. And I'm just, I, we just got a clean house with these nuts, you know. But anyway, without any further ado, a brother who really needs no introduction. You already know who I'm talking about. And he go by the name of Brother Ngozi. Peace and black power to you, brother. What's happening? Peace and love to you, beloved. How you doing? Hey, good, brother. Um, You know, I got the call from you the other day. We were speaking mm -hmm. and, you know, it seems like, you know, you needed to get out here and get this information to the people, man. All this stink stink they leaving around the place, messing up the place, man, you know? Yeah, yeah. Talk to I'm us. A, what you been up to, brother? What you been doing? I'm besides, on the road. Besides working. I'm, I'm working. I'm not in Chicago now. I'm not 
in my city. I'm not in my um, living ground right now, so I'm on a move. I'm out here um, out of state. But uh, outside of that, I've just been moving and hustling, man, trying to get it in, man. You know, do what I got to do to get the bag, you know, chasing the bag on the grind, yo. So I'm, I'm here. I've been listening to um, different shows um, that you've been doing, and I just wanted to just um, get it in and explain certain things that has been talked about. I heard um, Brother Chief X speaking on did um, Africans, or I'm sorry, did ancient Egyptians uh, dislike uh, Africans? Um, I heard Brother Zion Lex, he was showing the Asiatic situation in the Nile Valley, and I wanted to explain those Asiatics that was in the northern parts of, Nile, of the Nile Valley and explain what th what's going on with the Asiatics or the Amu. So I really wanted to get into better detail, man. So Okay, I'm, so I'm what I'm going to do, I'm going to mm -hmm. um, I'm gonna ask you about, let's say, four questions before mm -hmm. you get into your, your build, all okay. right? And maybe my questions can lead you into what you already know and what you already going to do. So okay. the first question I have for you, my brother Ngozi, mm -hmm. Chief X really, um, Chief X recently did a presentation on my channel claiming that the ancient Egyptian people were not black. Do mm -hmm. you agree or disagree with him? No, I disagree. The Egyptians were, were black. They were what we call black. But at that time, the idea of black and white did not exist. Um, for example, like um, the way we look at it today from a social um, social construct standpoint, it didn't exist. So if we talk about the original inhabitants of ancient Egypt or the people that produced ancient Egypt, they came from the upper parts of the Nile. So we have to go all the way back in time to the Tyrian culture that migrated from Eastern Africa and went north around 100,000 years ago. Um, and then after that, you have a little bit later, well, much later, you have phases in North Africa from the Tyrian and you get the um, Iberian Marusians. And the Iberian Marusians was a result of, the, before the Neolithic phase, they were a result of the Halston groups and Amerindian groups that linked from partially the Levant and came into North Africa a long time ago. But at this time, these people were not fair-skinned. They were brown-skinned. They were still dark-skinned. And this is in the northern parts of the Delta. Um, this is before the Badarian and Lakata period. So even those early what scientists call basal Eurasians, which means branch off base, would have still been quote unquote black or brown skinned people. They would not have been recent lighter skinned people living in northern Africa. But these are not the predecessors of Egypt because the people of Egypt came from the south near northern Sudan, coming from the early Green Sahara, from the Iberian Marusians, the Keithians, the Tenarians, and all those other groups in the early Green Sahara that linked back east, went towards the Nile. Meeting up with those people that come from the base of the Nile, from um, the roots, you know, going further past Tanzania, Uganda, meeting up in the northern parts, bringing in certain genetic markers that you find. So they were the idea of black. The Egyptians didn't call themselves black or they didn't call themselves white. They call themselves Ramesh. If there was a term for black and Kemet, the term black and Kemet meant Kem. Ta means land. So mm -hmm. if they call themselves black or called the Nubians who were darker, and we ought to be careful with Nubian because Sudan is a large country. One of the before the split, Sudan had the largest population, the largest country in Africa. Now it's Algeria. So before the split between North and South Sudan. So when you look at Sudan today, we have to be careful with the term Nubian because Nubia or Nub means gold. Most of the people that they were dealing with were the Nahesi, and then you had the Magi, and before that you had Khmer groups, and the Khmer group comes from the um, Nubian A, B, and C group which gave rise to the Kama group. And then you had Taseti, which means land of the boat. So what you're dealing with is Nilo-Saharan speakers 
who were good at smiting or dealing with the arrow, Tasseti land of the bow, and you have these Magi groups who spoke Afro-Asiatic, who matches up with modern-day Bija or certain populations that make up, you know, Sudan today. So it wasn't a one thing. So no, they were definitely Black Africans, and I don't agree with him with that. But yes, Eurasians were there. But we have to be careful with the Eurasian thing because the term Amu only means it, when we say Asiatic, we got to look at the timeline when you get words like Asiatic. This is a Greek term. And then when Marco Polo coined the term Asia, he talked about ancient Turkey near the Asian Minor. So the term Asiatic or the Amu only means Easterner, Easterner. In that region, you have different group populations settling there in different phases. All right, brother. Um, Y'all going to have to go back over this and rewind it. The brother also... <laughs> <clears throat> the brother also was making claims like um, the Egyptians hated African people. <laughs> I know it's funny because I'm like, I was just sitting back because I know once the people hear this, they're going to be like, yo, man, you know. So what is no, your stance on that, brother? No, they, they didn't. They were Africans themselves. They didn't hate African people. These were the way Africans deal with code. This based off culture, not a sense of race. It's like in West Africa, you have Mindy, Malinke, you have Timne, uh, and all these people living in Mali. Oh, you have Toreg. You have different groups of Toreg, which is the Aqua and other groups, but they're not the same as different cultures. For example, like my OG side on my mother's side is Fula, but within Fula, you have different clans. So, it, so it's different cultures. So the Egyptians did not hate Africans. It had nothing to do with that. They were all Africans. It was no such thing as, you know, hating an African. They just had a, a coat. Like, for example, Egyptians will side with some people of Sudan, like the Magi who was in a military, then other groups in Sudan who were on bullcrap, who were like uh, Aksin of Mayat or who was part of the Vow, like they call the Vow Asiatic or the Vow Easterners, or they'll say the wretched Nubians, the population that wasn't trying to abide by the laws or structure that ancient Egypt had. So it wasn't a race thing. It was both based off really a cultural thing when you deal with ancient Egypt. Okay. Um, Shaka Upmost. Shaka Upmost created something um, where he opened the can of worms for everybody, all the anti-Kemetic people. He said that the Egyptians was enslaving people worse than the transatlantic slave trade. He said that this slave with the ancient Egyptians were just like transatlantic slave trade if not worse zion lex have taken that on and he is running with it i think my brother zion lex is really now being that he's learning the metal nature mm -hmm. trying to prove that the hebrew israelites were enslaved if you could save him a little bit of trouble through the research let me ask you were hebrew israelites enslaved or ever enslaved in ancient Kemet? No. The problem with that's going on, Brother Sarnetta, is that people are equating the Hicksos with the Hebrews. Uh-oh. And you have Dr. Chancellor Williams or other people in the past that tried to, not saying he said that, but tried to equate the Hicksos with the he The Hebrews are not overall Hicksos because the overall Hicksos or Hukau Sasu did not make way for the Hebrew faith. The Hebrew faith is a late addition. These are people trying to tell a story of the predecessors that came before them. They never really had a sense of identity. It's a bunch of made up stuff. And this is why when you go back in time, you really can't find them, but you do find them, but they're always trying to figure things out. Like to use Josephus as a source, he was a Roman Jew. He wasn't a Jew that looks like 
you know, a Vita Israel or a Jew. He was a Roman Jew at this time. This is not, he's using Manito, and Manito exists in the Ptolemaic period of Egypt. This is in both, and most of his stuff, a lot of his stuff has been debunked. The Hyksos, according to recent studies from 2021, did not come in as invaders the way people said they did. So the Egyptians did have slaves, but mm -hmm. the slavery that they had was different than chattel slavery. Even if they did have a sense of chattel slavery, like people would sell a prisoner of war into Egypt. And sometimes these people can work them ways, work, work their way to exhaustion into the empire. So for example, you see depictions of other groups of Nubians like the Magi bringing other Sudanese people into Egypt with chains on their neck. Mm -hmm. Or you will see, but that but here's the thing, but they can work them way or work them ways up a system. Or you will see Hyksos or Asiatics from that Levant area being imported into the zones and they're working the ways in. So it wasn't slavery the way, you know, they never stripped people from their identity, beat them and took their language away, tortured them, you know, uh, uh, the, even though you did have torture, beating and, 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 and things going on, it wasn't to the extent that the Western European has did sub-Saharan Africans that he stripped from the coast of Western Central Africa, imported over here, took us away from our identity, took us away from our languages. We adopt a whole nother hybrid culture that don't even belong to us. And now we adopt into a society where we have been culturally molested and disconnected from the continent. The Hyksos or the Hikasasu was still near the Levant. The Gaza Strip. Egypt is a transcontinental country. Not to mention the Nubians still live south. So there was still some sense of commerce or some sense of cultural identity with these people. It wasn't, they didn't, they, they didn't strip or lose themselves in character. So, you know, it, that's the problem. So shadow slavery. We got to be cautious and careful how we use that. Yes, the Egyptians did have slaves, but was it to the extent the way the British and the Spaniards and the Portuguese treat people? Or was it to the extent the way the Europeans came into the Americas and executed a whole lot of indigenous natives, wiped them out, took their land, and then imported slaves over here that they felt that was stronger in immunity to deal with certain pressures that they had to go through to build a whole structure? You can't compare and contrast that. Beautiful. Hey, family, can y'all come on in as y'all come in? Hit that like button so these notifications can get out to the people. We got 561 people so far. Please hit the like button for my brother Ngozi and for me so we can get this um this information out to the people. Yesterday, last night, I talked to a few brothers last night about their heritage because they claimed that African slave the African slave trade never happened. You know, we go through this stuff all the time, all over and over with some of those who call themselves um, Indians, who some say that we've been here already. I, I understand that. we Some of us been here already, but we also know that the transatlantic slave trade was a reality, that yes. that did happen and it did exist. Some of the, the problem with them is that they tend to say, no, that's not true. It didn't happen. They took most of us from America and brought us to Africa. And enslaved us. This is what they teach, brother. So, um, talks speak to us about this movement here that they claiming that we were already here. We was we was never drugged here on slave trade on the slave trade. Um, it's a, it's a part of self hate. Africa has always been put in play to be smaller than what it is and less than what it is. A lot of African American Africans of the diaspora that talk like that hate Africa, and they are disgusted by Africa. Um, we are not indigenous to America. If you got a sense of sickle cell, 
if you understand human leukoantigens, if you understand your immune system, if you understand your type of human leukoantigens, and you understand how your body responds to certain things like fast twitch muscles that most sub-Saharan Africans have, or a level of heterozygosity in response biologically and physical anatomy compared to it's not indigenous to America. Um, cellular behavior and cellular behavior content is not indigenous to America. So no, a lot of these people hate Africa. And it's coming from the self-hate that's been inflicted on us for the last 400 years to look at Africa as if it's discussed in a Native American, the idea of a Geronimo or the, the warrior Indian is more superb than being a black African. The truth is, is that people are trying to run away from the harshness of what really happened. Some people would denounce, denounce the slave trade and say it never happened and we would just, no, it was harsh and it was real. And what happened is what happened. You were taken, you were stripped and you were imported over here and they did what they did to you, period. And in, and, and in some cases, some of our brothers back home did have a hand in it because it was a market. It was about business. And we're not going to denounce that. So we have been abused and we have been neglected. And this is the society that they created based off the back of sub-Saharan Africans that were brought here. And, in, and I think it's an insult to indigenous Native Americans or indigenous people to take their identity because we become culture vultures like the Western European is when he takes people identity and culture. We don't have to do that because we come from a powerful people. Our self-esteem don't have to be low. If we really study the, the basis of West Africa and Central Africa and even the Nile Valley, we don't need to be a Native American. We don't need to be indigenous to America. Let these people be great on their own. That's a racist narrative that we're picking up on, identifying ourselves with other people that we're not. And we're getting that from white races. Mm, powerful, brother. Uh Talk to me about this, because every time I bring it up, they tend to want to fight it. They 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 know for sure that they are natives to this land, or they know that, know for sure that they are Moors, or they know for sure that they are Hebrew. And so mm -hmm. when I bring the question up about DNA, the only way you can know is through a scientific test, mm -hmm. and it's called DNA. They mm -hmm. say DNA is not real. Can someone find out their heritage? Without DNA? I mean, oral tradition is one thing because that could be he say. Like a lot of our grandmothers told us that we was Native Americans and it's not true. So or even with some of the Africans back home, you have Yoruba that say that they descend from Mecca. And that's not true if you deal with Ile Ife. Or you have Pula that say they descend from ancient Syria in some cases. Or Pilar. And that's not true. Uh, the Mandi that's really infatuated or in depth with Islam said that they descend from Bilal. That's not true. So oral tradition is one thing. Genetics is another. So here's the thing. Yes, genetics can tell you a lot. If it was a rape case and you did and they had to depend on a DNA test to see if you actually did it, you're gonna be, you're gonna be, you're gonna be in need of that DNA test to say, no, I ain't do that shit. So you're I gonna brought that up. Yep. Or, or 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 if they had to take DNA to see what's going on with certain conditions in your body, and if it's hereditary in a family, you wanna know the situation, you wanna know what's go. going on. The oxyribonucleic acid that's responsible for DNA, or uh, the DNA, that's very important for us to understand how things function to who we are, the inheritance, certain behavior patterns that we have biologically, the traits that we inherit from family generation, that's important. So DNA tests will tell you who you are. So if you have genetics that develop in the Congo area, or certain, uh, when they send in DNA tests to 23andMe and ancestry DNA, and they say they don't believe in it, it tells you who you are highly. Because you have DNA that appears like populations that still live there that developed in those zones for the last few hundred to a thousand years. It developed there. Um, you can't say that a certain SNP, single nucleotide polymorphisms, 
or if they sequence the DNA through STR, short tandem repeats, you can't say if they use the molecular clock to sequence it, that it developed somewhere outside of the zone where it showed that it developed that independently based off the molecular clock or how things work. So deoxyribonucleic acid or DNA testing or the sequencing of DNA is very real. We need that. Thank you, brother. So we need to have that DNA test in order to really pinpoint who you are. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> yes. But a lot of them say, nah, you know, if we take five DNAs, it'll tell us all five different things. But then they still want to claim I'm a Hebrew or I'm a Moor or I'm from this land without even getting the damn test. You know, and that's crazy to me. Talk to me about evolution, Ngozi. I'm quite sure you are a subscriber and a, and a firm believer in science and, and in evolution. Chet? Yes. Okay. How come every time we bring up the word evolution, the first thing that come to people's minds is we don't come from monkeys? Nobody never said we come from a monkey. We talk about a common ancestor. That's mm -hmm. what we talks about. Talk to us about that, man, in terms of evolution. Well, a lot of our people are not scientifically literate. And if you're not scientifically literate, you're scientists or geneticists, I'm sorry, anthropologists, archaeologists, paleontologists, when you're dealing with fossils or you're dealing with the predecessors of our species, it never said that we come from monkeys. Uh, when you deal with the category of the great apes that's responsible for making us, those were not monkeys. A gorilla isn't a monkey. A chimpanzee isn't a monkey. A orangutan isn't a monkey. And Homo sapien sapien damn show ain't a monkey. So when you deal with us, we have to understand what the what makes up a monkey and what's not a monkey. We have to understand the difference between hominid, hominidae, and hominidae in that family that makes way for us. The reason why people talk like that because we are not scientifically literate. And through the racist narrative of what we've been called in the past, Africans as apes, we monkeys, ooga booga, and all that shit, it makes us have it created a subconscious disgust for the idea of being called a monkey. Africans in America. Not all of us, but at a high percentage, we are anti-science. We depend on science, but we are anti-science, which shows that we really deal with a strong case of cognitive dissonance. So evolution is a fact. You have vesicular organs on you like a tailbone. What is it there for? Where did it come from? What, that what is that vesicular organ responsible for, and why is it not used today? The rotating shoulder blade, the reptilian orbit around the socket, the similarity between certain traits with other great apes, and homo sapien. Chromosome 2 fusion. If we deal with chromosome 2 fusion, it shows that at one time chromosome 2A and 2B is fused together. So we know that modern homo sapien sapien have uh, 40, uh, 48 pairs of chromosome. I mean, tw 23 pairs, which is 46 compared to a orangutan gorilla, I mean, a, a chimp, which has 48. But if you look at chromosome 2 fusion, you can see 2A and 2B is fused together, which is a reminder of that predecessor that we link from. Evolution is a fact, and evolution only means to change. It's a fact. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I always hear Unc say that we don't come from apes. Humans are apes. You agree with that statement? The nomenclature of the taxonomy that Europeans use, or the nomenclature and taxonomy that Europeans use is based off how they want to see it. Mm -hmm. uh, it depends on how do we determine what's an ape. Now, for me, I would say Homo sapiens sapien or our species is a type of great ape, not mm -hmm. a gorilla and not a chimpanzee and not an orangutan. We are a type of great ape. So it depends on how you use it because they use terms like that interchangeably. Some of them will say that we are not and we are separate, but we come from a, dis a distant lineage. 
So it depends on how you use it. So, so for me, I don't have a problem with the term ape. I say that Homo sapiens right. sapiens is a type of great ape. And we are our own independent lineage within that family that evolved independently on our own, the same way the chimpanzee developed on his own in orangutan. What separates us is the complex cerebral cortex, which makes us function more better when you're dealing with neuroplasticity and the functional behavior, how we function cognitively. All right, beautiful, brother. So I'm gonna fall back and um, I'm gonna just let you go into your build and your spilled, and um, it's on you, brother Ngozi. And then we're gonna open up the phone lines whenever you finish, it's on you. Brother. Okay. So I wanted to get into a lot of the, um, the things that was talked about. We talked about, you know, what uh, Professor X talked about with the um, Africans and different things. And ultimately, the answer to that is the ancient Egyptians was Africans, period. Um, we have to know that, know the timeline, know the chronology from the Tyrian culture to the Neolithic culture before the Bedarian and the Nakata, which formed into the dynastic period. Most of the early, I want everybody to look this up when they get a chance. The oldest monarch, which is the sense of king and kingmanship, starts in Sudan. Everybody can look this up. Oldest monarchy system starts in Sudan. You can type it up right now. One of the oldest signatures for a king or a ruler that they just found in 2020 was King Scorpion. That was also found in Sudan. So most of the blueprint or structure that we see that's responsible for ancient Egypt starts in the, in the Sudan area. After Napata Playa, from the Karma Playa, all of that. But I want to get into some of these photos and I'm hoping I can share them. To yes, show what's going on and, 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 and compare and contrast. So let me mm -hmm. see if I can see if I can share the screen. One second, Kane. Mm -hmm. So y'all getting some good information tonight, boy. I seen somebody said he don't trust science. I saw that go up. That's because he's a religious dude. He's spooked out, and you know he don't understand. So he would rather deal with um, a belief system over science. He don't want to deal with the root. He don't want to deal with the no. You know? So we're going to give Ngodi some time. We're going to open up these phone lines too. Make sure y'all call it in and um, get some good questions. Let's get some good questions going. All right, and Goldie, I got it on the screen. <clears throat> you could come back in and Goldie, I see you. I mean, come on, let us back in. I mean, you could come back in. We see your screen. There you go. Oh, do you I'm, see I'm, you see there the you pictures? go. We see you. So you see the pictures anywhere? No, we just see you ain't click on it. You got to click on the picture. Okay. See if I can click on it. One second. Get this out the way. Open up the picture and then click on share screen. And then when that window open up, click on that picture and then hit it to go live. To show it. There you go. Unmute yourself. Skin map picture. Huh? You see that skin map picture that I just showed? No, no. 
No, you don't know how to put the picture up and keep it there while you're talking. Yeah, I'm doing it now. Oh, I gotta show you how to do that. Yeah, that's what yeah, I was yeah. saying. We should go ahead and practice before we go live. I would have showed you. You should be able to um put the picture up and leave it there and then break it down as you're talking. Let's bear with our brother, man. Yeah, thank you, H. Millette. If you would like to be a guest on the show, if you would like to be a guest on the show, you already know. Hit me up, email me, and let's get it in. Okay. All you got to do is unmute yourself, and you can talk like that. So that way, you yeah, got I, I got you. I'm right here. So okay, there you go. Yeah, there yeah, you yeah. Go, so take it. Yeah, you know, you know, you know. In Gozi, always you just say my laptop. This is my Earth laptop, so I'm on the move. So anyway, I wanted to show you this. This is a skin map. Could you hear me, Sonetta? Yes, I hear you loud and clear. So if we look at the skin map, this is um, a skin map, and it's dealing with, you know, if you deal with um, Nina Jablaski and understanding how skin work or how dermatology work, how ultraviolet rays affect our skin. So here's the skin map. You see this brown section right here, this dark brown section. That's zone one. Yes. You have zone one, zone two, and zone three. So it, it makes sense that people in the Levant or in the Near East would have brown skin originally. But there has been a lot of intermixing going on. So with the intermixing that occurred, it makes people look distinct now. But the original inhabitants of those zones were brown skin, and they should be brown skin, but it does not make them us. Even when you look in the Americas, people that live in zone one have similar skin tone. So just because you have sim similar skin tone does not, make you, does not make it us. So that's what I want to get out the way. One second. <clears throat> so you guys see that, right? So you see yes. zone one. Zone two and zone three. Let me see if I can share the next picture. Okay. Wags, so I want everybody building. Shout out to my brother. I want everybody to see that skin map. Yes, we see it. Skin tone. So basically, I said one more time. So when you look at the skin map, you can see that zone one and zone two. This is the natural skin tone that people should look like based off what it is. So just because you find a brown, because I heard Brother Zion talk about the brown skin Canaanite or the original, yes, he was correct. Some of them were brown skin, but we have to understand that they would, that does not make them us. When you're dealing with the human genome, I'll show you pictures of how these people look. Now, when you say zone one, where are you talking at? Where are you pinpointing zone, that? Zone, zone one is this dark zone that you see. This All is right, the black one. spot, the black the spot. The black spot. Okay, gotcha. The black to brown spot is zone one. Light gotcha. brown spot in the north is zone two. This pink color zone up here is zone three. We have to understand the difference between ultraviolet rays, UVA, UVB, and UVC. So mm -hmm. you have ultraviolet aging rays, ultraviolet burning rays, and ultraviolet cosmic rays, which is responsible for the atmosphere layer that we have that protects us from the damage of ultraviolet from the sun ex 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 harshly. But what I'm saying is that when you live in zone one, this is where we developed that, or Homo sapiens sapiens developed that in these zones right here. So this is zone one. All right, family, we got over a thousand people in the building. Can you please hit the thumbs up, thumbs up button? Please, family, for our brother, because he's going in. Thank y'all. They go back to the screen, show you more. <clears throat> go back down, share more pictures. Get as many of them as I can. Mm-hmm.
Sure. You see this man right here? Yeah, I, gotta, I see him. I'm gonna go back. You see these people right here? Yeah, I see it. As brown as they are, these people are the same people that you see depicted in the Hikso pictures. Very similar to Hikau Shashu. They have curly hair like us, but they're light to brown skin. And in some cases, and these are people that live in a certain parts of the Arabian Peninsula or in the Near East. Here's another picture. You see that guy right there? He's dark skinned, but he comes from that same zone, zone one. So looking at these people, you'll say, oh, they're black. So yes, some Asiatics were black, but not all of them. So when you go back to there, or you look at these people, these Baha groups that live, the um, nomads that live over in that zone, this is zone one. They should have brown skin. His head just as thick as mine. This guy in the middle, you see it? So could you see it? Yeah, I see it, I see it. Look at the Hicksos or the Hikashashu. Do that look like an ancient Nigerian or an ancient commission? <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? So, of course, some of these people were brown skinned. And look at them right there. You even see this dark skinned brother right here? Yes, yes, I see him. He looks no different than these brothers right here. That doesn't equate to us. This guy right here with Mighty Conju DNA U2 was found in a Russian steeps. This is a result of what we say those early basal Eurasians looked like coming back into Africa. They were still mm -hmm. brown skin because the mutation SLC2485 did not exist yet, which is sodium, potassium, calcium exchange of 55. If that didn't exist yet, most of the early Eurasians or basal Eurasians that branch out base would have looked like this. And this is Kostiki man. So this is why when you look at the modern Iberian Merugians, the mighty conjure DNA was U5 through U6. Most of the early U's that came back into Africa 30,000 years ago were brown skin. Some of them even look like this. Mighty Conjure DNA U, U2 or U5 that was found in Osseskoll in Romania. This is 33,000 years ago. He looks similar to Koi San. These people right here are the Kethians who are partially cousins to the Iberian Marusians. The Kethians that you found in the Sahara, these are the predecessors of ancient Egypt. The same people that had mighty um, Y chromosome EM78 or E1B1A, I mean E1B1BA2 which is the same predecessor responsible for the EM78 factor that you find in Northern Sudan and Upper Egypt. These type of people, black people, Kethians. On the tomb of Seti, you can also see the depictions of what the people of Ra, Ramesh, which is Egypt, look like. And if you look close, you can see the Hikso. When you look at the Hikso, or the Hikau Shashu, or the Easterners, this is them right here. Middle Eastern, common Arab-looking people. The people that you find in those zones today. Oh, and check this out. If y'all look real close at this guy right here, you see this Sonata? Yeah. What color is his eyes? <laughs> uh, I can't see it that close. Hold up, hold up. <clears throat> what color is his eyes? Black, right? It's blue. Oh, it's blue? Okay. Yes. So in northern Israel, people 
from immigrants from something called the Chacolithic culture who migrated in from near the Anatolian Caucasus zones brought blue eyes over there. So let me see if I can share that article. So I'm going to stop this. It's going good now, so I'll get you. <laughs> yeah. I can share it now. So let me see some. Let me go to the next show. Let's hit that like button, family. We got a thousand. 1,168 people in the building. Let's hit that like button. So more people could be aware of this uh, build right here. Powerful, powerful build. See if I can open this up. All right, I see it. I'm going to open it up right here. There you go. Oh, shit. One second. Talking about email address. Yeah, just so this X that out. X that yeah, out. I'm middle. doing that now. Yeah, they want my email address. I'm trying to do that now because they want me to sign in. I'm not um, a subscriber to it. But I got a new article. It's all good. You still mm -hmm. see? Yes, we still see it. Uh, DNA in the Bibles. Yeah, so we got the Canaanites. Let's look up who they are. I'm going to go down because y'all read it. You say DNA from the Bible and the Canaanites live on. And my yeah, hey, um, I'm, I'm going to let Unc join in, but he ain't going to talk until you're ready to build. Okay, okay. So here's the thing right here. So this is what we're going to do. It says they are best known to people who lived in the land of Florin with milk and honey until they were vanquished into ancient Israelites and disappeared in ancient history. The scientific report the published today revealed that the genetic heritage of the Canaanites survived in many modern day Jews and Arabs. <laughs> not mm -hmm. Nigerians, not Yoruba, not Igbos, us. Let me see if I can go further down. Get this out the way. They tripping. Go back down. I'm going to get to the major point. Damn, it won't even let me do this. Let's see if I can go down further. All right, this is what I'm going to do. Because it's not letting me get all of it. It's just letting me go closer into it. Let me exit this out. Sure. If I can go to blue eye immigrants, and that'll be easier. But bottom line, that article was explaining that the chocolate culture who came in from the northern zones mingled with people from the Levant from a phase of people called the Natufians who were indigenous and created a hybrid culture society. These people were not us. And what's messed up or fucked up about it, the Hebrews come way after that. They're not even these people. In the book of Ezekiel, chapter 1, if I'm not mistaken, it says, or if that's the right scripture or whatever, it says, thy mother is a Hittite and thy father is an Amorite. It's not talking about an ancient Egyptian. This is an after effect. But these people are trying to tell a story within a story, trying to maintain a, a certain identity that they don't even have a clue of anymore. So let me see if I can find, fix, finish it up. You can let Uncle on, brother, sir. Yeah, Uncle right here. Uncle's in the building. If you have Peace, any brother, questions Uncle. as well, Uncle, it'll be good because you know how to bring the questions to him as well. Hey, what's going on, Gozy? Black African what's, Power, man. What's up, Sarnetta? 
Like after five, what's happening, Joe? Hey man, look, appreciate your bill, bro. You know, like you told me a long time ago. You say, huh? <laughs> Who tomatoes at us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm saying you 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 doing what you're supposed to do, bro. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Kind of getting audible stuff, man. Here, let me, ahead, uh, here, let me throw this for you real quick. Let me go back into our old folder, yo. You know we got a folder, yo. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Let me Get go it back in, into our old folder. I want you to, I want you to go ahead and, uh, you know, do it in the Gozi style, yo. I wanted to. You was talking about it, right? This the one. This the one we used to use. You are gonna say, yeah? Look, hold on. Right here, you know what it is. You see it, right? And they come up. Yeah. Oh, get them out. Zone one, zone two, zone three. Here it is. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Go ahead, yo. Break it down. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, uh, like I was saying, zone one is the purple zone. And most of the people in zone one that you see it be brown or dark skin, which is the people you see today. Certain parts of the Middle East, you will have brown skin and dark people. Zone three in between, zone two in between, you'll find an intermediate brown. That zone two can go from me and Sinetta and Unk color or slightly lighter. Then you get into zone three, where you find a green and yellow. This is when you get the, the intermediate brown or the olive Mediterranean light brown color. Into the Baltic areas, where you get the more Nordic skin tone. But we have to understand that the mutation SLC245 is easily expressed in more Arctic zones and subtropical zones. Because you can have other genes that's active to allow the gene to be blocked and create a reddish skin tone, like certain people in Africa that have it, like the Eritreans and certain people in Ethiopia. The reason why they are not totally fair-skinned is because they have other genes, like MUC7 gene, that's responsible at play, which allows them to still maintain a reddish-brown skin color compared to certain people in the Nordic zones that can have a more fairer skin because it's more active, because they don't have those other genes that's active or those other alleles or pairs of genes that's responsible that's active to allow them to have that fairer skin that you find with Nordic population. So that's zone one, zone two, and zone three. Mm -hmm. Perfect. So I want to I bring your attention to zone two. Mm -hmm. Right here on the map, it tell you say the skin of people native to Zone Two possess the most potential for growing lighter or darker, darker seasonally. That's important. Right. So when mm -hmm. Chris Columbus came over here, right, it was during that season. Look, look when he came. So he's seen people that was looking a little darker because they reside in that zone. We get tricked by skin color. We've been talking about this for like fifteen years ago. Yeah, look at the area of the mess. Look at Mesoamerica. They mm -hmm. go America, between North America and South America, right? Mm -hmm. You will find people native to this area to have darker to brown skin. That don't mean that's us. The genes don't lie. Simple as that. The pseudo might lie, white people might lie, but these genes don't lie. And this skin color map sure as hell don't lie. This is essential. We've been teaching this for how long, Gozi? How long we've we been, been teaching? It's been about 15 to 12 years. Yeah. So that's what I was saying. When Brother Zion showed the brown skin Canaanite, that doesn't equate to us. That's that right. doesn't mean it was us or the ancient commissions or the people of Kemet. Even when you look at the tomb of Seti, it kind of display um, the Ramesh, which is the people of Kemet, the Nehesi, the Tamahu, which does not mean white people because the term hedge means white and metal netta, mm -hmm. which right. is the which was they were common Berbers of Amazigh, and it also shows the Amu, and Amu means Easterner. Asiatic is a late addition that how the Greeks translated Hyksos, 
or how they translated it, or Marco Polo, the term Asia, which comes from Asia Minor. But the term Abu ultimately means Easterner, Easterner of the Nile Valley, come from the Levant or those Nordic areas, even past Avaris in the northern parts of Egypt. So we got to understand what's going on. Most definitely, huh? So we, you know, we kind of put this together because people, you know, when we came into the community, people was trying to trick us with skin color and they still doing it to this day. But we mm -hmm. stayed like 10 miles ahead of them. Oh, they yeah. With skin color. We not like we always say, though, there, there is no race. No. You know what I'm saying? Just variations. Like That's it's right. just people and culture. That's so we, right. really, we always came to teach culture. That's right. Right? And that's what separates the human beings is their culture. They are cultural awareness. Absolutely. And we, you know, Gozi, we've been doing this for a long time, brother. And oh, yeah. that need for promotion of signs. You know, you know, we've always advocated that the younger brothers and sisters promote signs. That's you right. know, that's always been our our top project, right? To make sure that people are very fluent, such as yourself, be in front of the people who speak. Now, people don't know, you don't really like to speak in front of a lot of people, man. I don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm in the world, yo. <laughs> I'm in the world you know, for real. <laughs> yeah, that ain't, yeah, you're in the world for real, man. You're on you beat them streets, man. You don't really like, yeah, man. Hey, but, I, but I love it, though, because Sinatra and, 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 and your platform and everything that y'all got going on, is needed so i'm gonna come in when it's time to come in you know i think that the world it, it what we doing and what, what everybody's doing is it, 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 it plays a major role with the psyche of our people so you know what i'm saying for me i've never was a front face guy to be on the surface like that but i really appreciate those that's putting in the work on the surface because this shit is really important because i see what's going on there's a lot of people trying to create cults in the community they're trying to create, you know what I'm saying, uh, an anti-African thing. It's, the whole, it's all types of disgusting stuff going on, anti-science. And I think that to be African or to understand African is to understand science, period, because you were the creator of it. So I think it's uh, it's really important for us to get involved in it properly. So, so Gozi, the, re the reality of the situation is, man, we've been waiting for this moment for 15 years. Yo. We've been grooming each other, man. We've been grooming the community for these moments right here. For this pandemic type of situation, they didn't know it. They threw tomatoes at us, right? Yeah, you know I'm saying. And and I think now, man, it's just a beautiful time, man, to get up out there and, and, and just spread your goddamn wings, yo. Like you know, they can't get past you. Ain't never <laughs> been able to get past you. Never could think about getting past you. None of them. You know what I'm saying? Then mm -hmm. you're a little more nice than me. Fuck <laughs> it. I just be the bad guy, dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm the yeah. bad. Uh, but you the bad, 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 bad guy. <laughs> I say. Yeah, but say. Hey, what do you say? What do you say? Um, either one of y'all, Unc and Gozi, when people say things like, um, nobody knows the real truth. Go ahead. Go ahead. It depends on it depends on what, what they determine of what's true when they say no one knows the real truth. It depends mm. on what's determined as truth. That's right. Because some things we don't know. We don't. Mm -hmm. Some things we do. Mm -hmm. So if we talking from a scientific perspective, when we talk in terms of science, science doesn't claim to know. No. See, see science is counterintuitive, and that's what the people can't get by. So when they say, who got the truth? The truth is, the, 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 the truth is always evolving. And a theory ain't nothing but a, a, a collection of facts, organizing of facts. And so in yeah. science, we, we continue to learn. It's not religion. And so what, what what you may think is the truth today might be different tomorrow. 
based off of more information on the subject, based off of organizing the facts better. It gives us a chance to really continue the learning process. And goes, I think that's the hardest thing for our community to get because we want it right now. And that's not how it works. And we've been put in the religious mindset. So we think that it's gotta be stuck. No, science is not stuck, man. It, it, it's constantly growing. And even information we taught 15 years ago has changed and evolved. So, so Ngozi, how do you prove, how can you prove that all life began in the heart of Africa? Because now you got people saying, we were always here. Life <laughs> began here. You know, y'all hear this crazy talk. So mm -hmm. how can you prove it? And Goldie, no one was around at the beginning I mean, of man. You can prove it. You can prove it from the human genome that's been mapped out since 2003 and 2001. So the only place you find the oldest SNPs, single nucleotide polymorphisms, or oldest haplogroup sex chromosomes is in Africa from A00, which developed 300,000 to 275,000 years ago, to the last that the modern European have, which is R1BM268. The base of it starts in Africa, which is A00. From A00, you have the BM60 and the BT, which give rise to the CTM168 that develops in the Great Rift Valley and becomes the independent DE, I'm sorry, the D, DE, which splits EM96, which gives us in that Nile Valley area of Sudan before dispersing in multiple directions. So EM96 goes through phases to EP1, EP177 to EP147 to the EP2. All of those multiple mutations of E that you find in Africa from ET, EM215 to EV38 in a multiple subclades or terminal snips that you find within that clade shows that the diversity of human genome develops at the most diverse level in Africa. The most diverse. Outside of Africa, the SNPs are leaner, they're shorter, and you don't have as much diversity in the human genome than you do in Africa. You can see that with morphology. You can see that with the level of human leukoantigens. You can see that with the different ecozones in Africa, which is responsible for different morphologies that we have. You can see that with, with, with um, the uh, fast twitch muscles that sub-Saharan Africans have and the level of heterozygosity that we explain in science as well. All of that diversity fits in Africa. Human beings spend more time in Africa than outside of Africa, which is another reason why we have a high level of diversity, not to mention the back migration that occurred from earlier phases of basal Eurasians, where you find certain SNPs that don't even exist outside of Africa no more because they found themselves to be isolated and independent within Africa via mitochondria DNA M1, who back migrated 30 something thousand years ago, and mitochondria DNA U6, all of the rest of the M's you find in India. But the M1 is still in Africa. The basal branch of N, everything outside of N, you find, they call that basal, which branches off N, which is the daughter of mitochondria DNA L3. The oldest SNP to mitochondrial Eve, which is LO or LOA, you find them all in Africa. The diversity of mitochondrial Eve, which is LOA, all the way down to L L1, L2, L3, L4, L5, L6, all the way to L7, all in Africa. The most basal branch of N was found there, and the basal branch of M, which is M1, is found in Africa. All the other ones is in India, M2, M4, M5, via the Adam and Eve women, the ruler women in India. All those people come after the first migrations, or mitochondrial DNA S that, mm. that exists in um, Australia, which descends from mitochondrial DNA N. N has its roots from mitochondrial DNA L3, and L3 goes back to the first basal branch of it, going all the way back to LOA. So once you get into the human genome, it kills any idea of us developing anywhere else. Tell me what, um, tell me what, outside of Africa, they're older. 
you know? I'm glad I got some scientists finally in the building. Now I can ask y'all these scientific questions that people would like to know. Unk, I hope this question don't bust your brain. Hey, freeze that. Hold on, I want to add on Ngozi. Then go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead nobody brain, yo. Let me show this real quick. Go ahead. How you gonna bust our brain? I got Gozi up here, yo. What's wrong with y'all, man? Go ahead, brother. No, what I don't catch Gozi gonna catch it all. Shit. All right, here you go. Uh, he talked about how we know we came from Africa. Let me give you another aspect of it. Go ahead, brother. It's right here on the screen. Here you go. Poliomavirus. Right here. You can just study the virus, right? And it shows clearly where humans come from first. There you go. Poliomavirus. Simple as that. So this virus right here, right? Actually, they can look at the virus itself and they can tell where it originated from. It originated with the Homo sapiens sapiens right here. You can't, there's no getting around it. So we can look at the viruses to tell where humans come from. We can go to the gene pool, the genetics, what Gozi just talked about, the diversity in the genes, but we can go straight to the viruses. The viruses, human beings migrate and they migrate with viruses. There you go, that's the checkmate piece. The genes and the viruses clearly show where Homo sapiens sapiens come from. There's no getting around this, simple as that. Okay, now uh, here's the question. I hope this don't bust your bubble. Mm -hmm. um, and you, we deal with this. So being that I got two scientific brothers here, how long have the African been here before the grafting starts to take place of other people, of other races? The drafting, man. They don't talk the grafting. When I say grafting, you know what I'm talking about. The mixing. Like, how do they come about? How do the white man come about? How how all of this happened? If we are the only people here, uh -huh. and then we say everybody come from us, right? How did that happen? Well, I mean, and Gozi got a, a video up, and it's about maybe what three hundred thousand views now, and he talk about uh, the white man and all that. So, but uh, 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 Europeans are nothing but mutated Africans. Okay, polite and always taught. Polite taught that. Europeans are nothing but light-skinned Africans. Do you, you subscribe to that? Uh, they, 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 they call them, they, they, they say they call them non-African because the mutation occurred off of the continent. The melanin, the melanin and, and stuff like that. No, they said they, they, in the literature it's called non-African, those who, didn't, who have not mutated on the continent of Africa. And they do not directly come from the African stock. They like their, their mutation. You so are you going by Sheikh Ante Diop um, theory where he said... The African migrated up into Europe and he stayed over there through a period of time because he couldn't get back because of the ice age. And nah, he got stuck over there. Now, I know you heard him say this before. Yeah, but Gozi just showed you, he showed you a European, the first Europeans had the brown skin with the blue eyes. They had that mutation of blue eyes because women that had blue eyes, they got more sex than women. They did. So that, that, that mutation ran through the community, you know what I mean, in under 5,000 years. But he showed you that the first Europeans, they had brown skin. So, like I said, you know, Europeans are mutated. They mutated Africans. I mean, what would you say to that, Ghost? Um, European, no, Europeans are, they're, they're, they're ultimately, all Homo sapiens sapiens is an African. We're African species. But um, Europeans that left out of Africa, they developed genes outside of Africa, so they call them non-Africans because the genes developed independently outside of Africa. And what happened was is that, again, SLC 2485 did not exist when Homo sapiens first left out of Africa 100,000 years ago. We had a few migrations that failed that wasn't successful, but the successful one was those that descend from 
Y chromosome CTM168 and mitochondria DNA L3. That was successful, and that's what we're dealing with now. And that was 100,000 years ago to possibly 70,000 years ago. And those people were black. They were brown skin. I showed the Cro-Magnon man on the picture. I try to post it again. And a lot of these people were brown skin. Mesolithic Europeans, uh, Velabrana man that they found, Cheddar man that they found recently in England. These were all brown skinned black people. Mm -hmm. um, the fair skinned people don't really develop independently until you start dealing with farming. And a little bit before that, because some of the hunter gatherers near the Black Sea and the Caucasus lack certain nutrients, which was, was responsible for something in mutation called A11T. Islandine changes position to 111 amino acids and thyronine, which gives rise to SLC2485, sodium, potassium, calcium exchange of 55 mutation. As this occurred, it happened near the Black Sea. And then with a lot of the farmers who lack vitamin D properly, it made sense because they depend more on grain than meat. It made sense for that mutation to start to disperse near the Nordic parts of the Anatolian area before spreading into the west of the region and spreading farming, where they brought SLC 245 at a higher rate into Europe, wiping out the brown skinned Mesolithic Europeans who were once swarthy skinned or light brown skinned who died out. The mutation started to spread, and as I said earlier, in certain zones, the mutation can express itself better. You find it started to happen even more in the Nordic zones with Scandinavian groups, and it started to fake dominate. So the whole thing with the white man or the so-called white whatever, it's only a mutation. And a mutation is a small, it's a small level when it comes to the demi level or clinal level, which determines who you are, because most of the human genome at 99.9% .9 is the same. So they are Africans, all of us ultimately. They only become non-African when they develop mutations outside of Africa. So I take it that Unk and you and Gozi don't subscribe to the teachings that the white man is a race of devils, that they are devils. No. <laughs> no. no, that's crazy. No, <laughs> talk yep. about that. Oh, go ahead. No, I mean, listen, it, it was mythology and it was an African teaching tool to kind of show you who these people character was when you Thank ran. You. Oh, my God. I said that the other day to Solomon. Yeah, yeah. Like, Solomon came on here banging on me, talking about how you f forget the white man was the devil. I said, brother, I grew up from that. I learned. I've been doing that shit a long time ago. But as you get older, you put away the childish shit, you know? Yeah, you well, we start talking about SLC, uh, uh, 245A, A5, you know what I'm saying? That rendered all that shit uh, obsolete. When we started kicking the sign shit, it, it really rendered the conscious community pseudo. And that's yeah. why people didn't like us, because we changed the whole dynamics. We were saying, yeah. look, man, there ain't the devil. There's some character issues that there's things we need to check out. But what we can't do is we cannot fall behind the science. They're on Mars right now. They got the first, uh, they, they did a flight on Mars, right? They Like, like stop it. Like, everybody got to stop it and, 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 and just cut out. Also, that, that pale gene uh, goes, I know you're familiar with this. You can go to uh, Science Mag, uh, Journal of Science, and they talk about how that particular uh, a variational gene, that, that allele, that variation, the oldest such variation starts out in Africa first. And so you talk about the diversity of genes, right? The reason mm -hmm. it's so diverse because there are genes that ain't been activated yet in the African. And when they leave Africa, those genes are activated based off of the climate. It's one thing that's a reminder of that. This side of your hand. Mm -hmm. This side of the hand. Mm -hmm. We have to understand something. Before Homo sapiens developed in an open, in an open savanna, we mm -hmm. had black fur as it shed. That mutation comes from Science Mag when it talks about um, 
the OCA2 gene mutation mm -hmm. and had a SLC24A5 gene. It was there, but it kicked in outside of Africa 30,000 years ago. Right. But even though it had kicked in, the allele <laughs> didn't fully express itself. So as a reminder, we have opposite sides of our hand and feet. That's a reminder of that. That's like action. Now, by the time Homo erectus developed, he was dark-skinned. But right. when Astropithecus walked around under her fur, she was something like a bonobo chimp, two-tone, or what they serve, what they have, what they have is beige, uh, a blinge color under the fur, dark spots, dark spots here and there, but not all over. So as a reminder that we have to understand what's responsible for the tyrosine level that drives melanin, which allows us, which is amino acid, which allows us to maintain this darker skin as we went into open savanna. So skin tone can go backwards and forward. Africa does not exclusively mean black. Just like Asia does not exclusively exclusively means white. We have to understand the difference of what's going on. All right, and Gozi, here's a question on the screen. You see it from um, Girth Brooks. Um, so since the white man is the latest version of the human being, does that make him the most evolved version? No, we're homo, homo sapiens sapiens is not a fixed species. There's no such thing as being the most evolved. Homo, it's like what Dr. Nancy Job said, the interior lobe of homo sapien is the same regardless to what phenotype he looks like. Ask Nigerian accountants or a Jewish accountant. They're geniuses when it comes to math. So it doesn't determine who's the most evolved based on phenotype. No. The mutation that he has, which makes him look distinct outside of looking like a common um, Sudanese person, that's unique within itself. But overall, as, as a species, we're all the same age as Homo sapiens sapien. The mutations is something different. Even us, they're developing tropical West Africa. The sickle cell mutation that we developed only developed 7,500 years ago to help us fight off malaria. So there's also mutations within us that we develop independently outside of the, pop the population that developed in North Africa. The gene responsible for Parkinson's Parkinson disease developed with North African Berbers first. Look it up. Parkinson's disease developed in North Africa. So human beings all develop different traits based off region. Ultimately, we're all the same age as a species if we get out of the idea of race. But his mutation that he has is a recent addition when it comes to the level, the way it expresses itself. It's new on that surface level. But as a species, no. We have to look at the timeline of the mutation, follow the molecular clocks, and understand when these genes express themselves for people to look distinct the way they do. I mean, let me add something to that. So, hmm. It's deep. So, that's not evolution. <laughs> when they start talking about most evolved, that's not evolution does not have a direction. Absolutely not. If it had a direction, it's, it's always about variation. It's always about evolutionary dead ends. There is no, 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 no direction. You're the most evolved. See, what y'all, what y'all gotta get is it's, it, it's not what's perfect. It's, it, 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 it's what works, and it don't gotta be super perfect. It can just almost work. That's what evolution is really about. The thing that 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 that, that works don't gotta be perfect. Right. It can just almost work. And that's good enough to push things right in a direction where the, the quote unquote uh, 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 a baby can make it to the age of reproduction on whatever it is. It's about making it to the it's about having viable offspring. So so the evolutionary change does not have to be perfect. It just has to work. You know, so so people, they mess that up. They, they make evolution have a direction. It's, it doesn't have a direction. So white white people ain't no more uh, more evolved because that they're they're 
they've evolved. That's not that. That's a bunch of buffoonery. You can't find it. That's a mistake. There's no such thing as most evolved because they was last. There's no such thing as that. That's not that. All right, family. I'm gonna um throw the link in the chat. If y'all have any questions, let's go. This is the time. Throw my number up in there, please, Mods, and let's get these questions in. Okay, y'all can talk till they come in. Yeah, so yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you was able to come on. Yeah, so I, I'm glad we able to break down, you know, the evolutionary process and the idea of Africa. Brother Chief X was explaining the Egyptians hate Africans, and I was seeing some of the pictures mm -hmm. that Brother Zion was using right. to explain the brown skinned Canaanites. Right. Uh, I want to also get rid of the timeline because I think a lot of people are biased, not him, but a lot of the information when it comes to Mesopotamia being older in human achievement than the Nile Valley is kind of old. We have to understand the Sumerians talked about coming from a zone called Dillum. Dillum mm -hmm. is near the Persian Gulf, some right. parts of the Arabian Peninsula. They were fishermen or Qatar. Mm -hmm. The Sumerians, when you look at the term Sigagigi, mm -hmm. Or Babylonian, remember you talked about the Babylonian blackface instead of black heads. Correct. But 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 which meant sick-headed ones, also meant the dying face. Because mm -hmm. the Akkadians were a result of the Kassites, which came from the pre-pottery Neolithic B, who comes from the Middle East, that brought the Semitic stratum and Akit, even before them. The proto-Ubaids are different than the Sumerians. Right. The Sumerians took it over as they came south and established Earth. People don't really know who the Sumerians are, but we do know. The Sumerians had a lot of things that was introduced to them, like the water buffalo that was given to them by the Dravidians because they were training with the Harappa civilization. And they also had ties with those early Iranian populations that come from the Persian Gulf. So all I'm saying is that they were brown, some of them. Some of them even had blue eyes. Some right. of them had dark eyes. But we can't always say that just because someone's brown or black equates to black African people. That's all I'm all saying. All right. Yeah, Peace and Black Power family. What's your name? Where you calling from? Hold on. Uh yeah, this is Apostle, man. Apostle, what's going on, my brother? Hey, not much, man. Good show tonight, man. Thank you, brother. Look, got a couple, got a couple questions for Angozi. Because I'm not going to sit there and act like I'm an expert in this DNA stuff. But uh, I sent my DNA off to uh, uh, 23andMe <laughs> and to... Uh, and to uh, DNA.com, uh, the other one, uh, geology, genealogy.com. They both came back. There's a little variation in numbers. One say I'm 60% European. The other one says I'm 54% European. But looking at the numbers, I remember you said that my mother was L3E5, had her coming out of East Central Africa, heading towards West. I do know her genealogy goes back to the Timney people of Sierra Leone. It had my father coming out of basically uh, in Africa, but it's something about a missing link, LM26, but coming out of like Portugal, um, basically confirming that my father's people are Sephardic. I don't want to use the word were were Sephardic because wherever they are, they still are what they are. What's your question, brother? <laughs> That's my question. I'm asking. I'm I'm giving him the oh, information. Oh, so okay. your so, so, so your paternal marker was what? What was your paternal haplogroup? 
It, it says E1B18, but it says LM26 is the missing link. So LM26 is the missing link. And it's saying that you have right. a partial, you have partial sephardic DNA? Yeah. Yeah, my, my father, my father's family are sephardic, from what I understand. And they come, so they come from, so they come from the Portugal area, the Southern Europe, or Spain. Portugal area, they, they, right. They were considered suave, black, uh, wavy, curly hair, and suave. And if you look at me, you'll see that that's what I am. And you're 54% European. That's what it says, 54% European. So that means that one of your parents is, is, is non-African. Well, not in the sense of species, we all African, but I'm saying non-African genes that developed outside of the continent of Africa recently, right? Right, right. They, they, they developed from, uh, like I say, the, from Spain. I guess, I guess Spain. the bulk of it is through, through Spain, Portugal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you just so, so yeah, you are, you are a um, a mixed African. So I don't want to say African American. I don't know if you like that term, but you are a you're Creole. I like to call uh, us Western Western Sudanic Creole. Most of us right. are Creole. Well, I consider yeah. my, I consider myself Hebrew. Hebrew is I mean, yeah, I mean, that's when I. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up, man? You just fucked up. <laughs> you saying all this stuff in the DNA, and you you see that's what you consider yourself to be. But brother, you took a scientific test. I and it's not saying that that's what you are, brother. That's your belief. Say, keep it real. That's just your belief, brother. You believe these things. You see, you go from you go from facts to belief. So now you're just gonna dismiss the facts, and you're gonna go with belief, no, brother. Understand? 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 I went from facts to facts. I know my father's family is Sephardic. I know that. Just like I know my mother's family comes from the Timney people in Sierra Leone. I know that. But, but I let me know ask. my father's family came from Portugal. And I know he's Sephardic. They, 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 they still exist. They, they really still no, exist in they, the family they, tree. There's not a... When it comes to the Hebrew faith, it's like saying... Uh, you know, because if I if I'm a practicing Muslim, I'm Muslim or I'm Arab. There's no genetic. That's not, that's not see. You hold on, hold on, Apostle, Apostle. You gotta listen. Okay, go Just let him finish, brother. We gonna yeah. let you talk. Yeah, yeah, there, there's no, there's not a genetic signature when it comes to being a Hebrew. We have to look at it. I broke it down earlier. We have to look at what made up the Hebrews and who were the Hebrews. And I'm sure you already know this, brother. Um, 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 um brother, you talk. Apostle. The Bible talks, apostle. You talked about the Bible talks about the Hebrews were a mixed multitude, a mixed multitude. It also says a chapter in there, and I might quote it the chapter wrong. It says, "Thy father is an Amorite, and thy mother is a Hittite." Hittites were Indo-European speakers. The Amorites were modern Canaanites, and the Canaanites can come in different forms. People of Canaan, it's like saying people of Nigeria. Everybody of Nigeria is in Yoruba. Some Nigerians are Yoruba, some Nigerians are Igbo, some Nigerians are Hausa. You have a way you have different groups there. So when it comes to the Levant or in Canaan, you have different people there. The Hebrews never was a homogenous lineage when they even created the text. You had different phases that created the text. The, the, the oldest textual um, literature that we find of Hebrews only goes back 800 BC, and it's not even a complete book. It's like Deuteronomy rough drafts. Then you get into later editions, especially in the Persian period with Isra, 
under the Babylonian Talmud, which is highly influenced by Zoroastrianism in the face. Not saying all of it. So it's really complex. It's not a, a thing. You are a Hebrew by faith, and I respect that. There's nothing wrong with worshiping your idea of Yahweh. But we have to understand what the Hebrews are and what made it up. It's not a genetic lineage for a Hebrew. And that's what, what kills me with the Hebrews, not you, because you, you, you're you good, Apostle. But what gets me with a lot of the Hebrews is that they try to make Hebrews this exclusively black thing. And that's not the world of, hey, of the Middle up, East. everybody, man? Y'all know what it is. All right. Um, real quick, real quick. While we got, hold on. While we got 1,500 people in the building, for those of y'all who never heard, I'm going to take a quick commercial break. A minute is just a minute. Let me get this out. I got the I got to pay the bills. I got to pay the bills. Okay. So let me let me play this and we get back to that knowledge and information. Stay on the line and we gotta pay the bills. Hey, what's up, everybody, man? Y'all know what it is. It's Captain Tizalyak, man, here with another infomercial for the greatest oil and body butter product you can find. Tizalyak and Lily's Creations. You can find it on my website, www.tlc1214.com. Or you can search us on Etsy, Tizaya Creations, and you can find us both on there. Business is going excellent. I'd like to shout out all my supporters that have continued to support the product. That's why I always continue to bring new products. I won't be long, um, so I'm going to announce two things. One, got a 20% sale. It's going to run for about a month. So from about now to 30 days later, you get 20% off of all my oil and whipped body butters. The only thing not on sale is just the incense and the lotions, which are already cheap, but the oils and body butters, they're now 20% off for the next 30 days. Also got some new scents here. I got one here. This one is gonna be called Sweet Red. Sweet Red is what this is one is gonna be called. And then the other one, I have another one. This is called The Truth. I might've mentioned this to y'all before. So I have Truth for Men and I have Truth for Women. I have another product is called flawless which is also for women i got another product here i don't know have quite the name for this yet so now i have the oils where i mix them in containers just like that and so i come up with scents and this one here is sticking on me i just don't have a name for it but i will so again i just want to give you all a brief announcement there'll be 20 percent off for the next 30 days, check out my new scents. I got Truth for Men and Women. I got Flawless for Women. I got Black Ice for Men. That's another new one. And I have Sweet Red, which is also for women. And every oil that I have, there's a whipped body butter to match. So make sure you support Tazayak and Lily's Creations. Again, www.tlc1214.com. Or if you go to my Etsy page, just search Tazayak Creations and you'll find me on there. You check out the reviews, you check out the sales, you check out everything, you'll see we're the number one product for oils and whipped body butters. Shalom. That's a fact, family. If y'all ain't check out them oils and body butters, y'all don't know what y'all missing. Um, I can't wait to Thursday, Captain, so I got to make my wife happy, man. She waiting on her body butters, man. Mother's Day coming up. Make sure y'all get them body butters, man. Ain't nothing like... Your wife coming out the shower with that body butter on. And I'm telling you, family, for those of y'all who be munching, y'all going to want to eat. Trust me, you're going to want to eat and put the plate on the side. As soon as you smell that body butter, it's going to make your wife's skin soft. If it ain't soft already, trust and believe me, I'll be munching. I, I start munching and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, without any further ado, let me bring y'all back to my man. And Gozi and Brother Unk. Um, Apostle, you wanted to finish off saying what you wanted to say? 
Yeah, yeah. Let me let me just help them out. No, nah, man, you can't help us out. No. Yeah, you can't help us out. Hold no, up, you just no, messed no, up no, just no. now. You just messed up just now, brother. You can't help. You can't help nobody out. Come on. Yeah, I ain't trying to stop your belief in possible. I, I respect your belief, bro. Listen, man. As a human. Listen, man. Come on, man. I got nodules on my vocal cords. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. Go ahead, Apostle. Go ahead, Apostle. All right. Listen, that scripture in Genesis in, in Ezekiel that says, my father was there. That says, my father was an Amorite and my mother was an Hittite. First of all, Abraham, Abraham, Abraham gave birth to the Amorites. Somebody's talking. Through Lot. Lot had two sons by two daughters. One. Come on, come on, son. All right. good, good, good job, Apostle. I believe you, yo. Yeah. All right, Apostle. We don't want to mess up the show. Um, no, no, I'm not messing up. All right. Let thank you, brother. This is a whole nother level right here. So thank you, brother. Hey. Peace, brother. Let me correct the information, man. No, hey, son, Peace, son, brother. Let me let you go so we can get you can call back in later, Apostle. Let me say this real quick, son. Uh, yeah. In the chat, they oh, talking about A double zero. Say that again. In the chat, they talking about A double zero. All right. Um a double zero is found in Africa. You found it in Cameroon. Right. Um, I think we talked about this years ago. Uh, I think what you call it, the ghost scene or something like that. There's a lot of yeah, noise in the background. Who's that? They found it. They found it in Cameroon amidst the Mbuti people when mm -hmm. they went back over there. And the ghost, and they also talked about the ghost population possibly right. being a predecessor of that marker. So yes, mm -hmm. the Mbuti people found they found it from the Mbuti people. They also found a strand of DO recently that proves that EM96 developed in Africa independently. Haplogroup DO found in Africa. So E did develop in Africa and not outside of Africa, like some people thought. All right. Hold now, on, y'all. Last point, I saw. That shows that, that, that uh, Homo sapiens sapiens was mixed with archaic human before they even left out of Africa. So when y'all trying to crack jokes about Neanderthal and mixing, yeah, we, we already was mixed with archaic ancestors. And yeah. those students show that. Simple as that. All right. Peace and Black Power family. What's your name and where you calling from? Okay. He hung up. He got scared. I think Captain Tazarbiak says something crazy in the building. He He's in here. I think he said that was the dumbest shit he ever heard. I think Goldie was speaking on something. Call from Intelligent Design Studio. Peace and Black Power family. What's your name and where you calling from? All right, what's going on, brother? Talk about it. Peace to the panel. Peace to Ngozi and peace to uh, uh, brother Hunt. Like peace, 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 peace. Peace. I just wanted to say to uh, maybe Ngozi, because I think genetics and DNA can be kind of deceptive, too, because can it not tell you what region you're from but like you said, you guys teach about culture. So whenever you look into it, like a person can be from a certain region and like Bishop was saying, not practice that traditional culture. So it can be deceptive in that way. So we have to be careful about that to say that, okay, we from West Africa and we practice this. Generally speaking, yes, but it don't have to be that way. So we have to be careful when treading that line. Is that true? Um... When it comes to the human genome, like haplogroups, what like, what's, what's the problem with that is that 
your market can exist in more than one place. Like for example, my Y chromosome goes back to, it's more common in Yoruba man, I'm E1B1A7A. It's more common there, but you also find it in some Bantu speakers in Tanzania, Uganda, and some Nilotic speakers, and you also find it in Mali, in Gambia. But it's more common in Yoruba land. So a person can't tell you, based off a haplogroup, that this is determined where it's from. It can tell you where it's more common at. And a lot of the DNA tests, 23andMe and Ancestry, is based off national populations and regional populations. But molecular clocks can tell you when a certain SNP developed, the time period of where it developed, or the mutation, highly. So even scientists, they just don't come up with these hypotheses. Like, you have to understand, a scientific hypothesis is different than a regular hypothesis. They even test their own data with no hypothesis before they put it out there and present it. So with molecular clocks, it tells you the estimation date of when a certain SNP develops. And it's the difference between getting a big Y SNP test and an STR test. So bottom line is, yeah, what you're saying is a haplogroup does not determine culture is one thing and culture develops. So even though my Y chromosome is found highly in Yoruba man and that culture, doesn't mean it can exist in other cultures or that it doesn't exist in other cultures that's outside of Yoruba. Thank you. Thank you. And then also, can I I ask another question? All right, go ahead, go ahead. All right, I wanted to speak to the uh, the evolution aspect too because they were talking about uh, what evolution is and what it isn't. So also... Uh, just to add on to what they said, you can put the, the skeletal record, too, can tell you where humans come from, you know what I mean, just to add to that. And then also, whenever we're talking about evolution, evolution, like Unc said, doesn't go in one particular direction, right? So when the, uh, the dude put the question in the chat, does the European, since the European is the last person to evolve, um, that doesn't necessarily make them the most evolved in terms of, you know, uh, being the most the most smartest or the most intellectual because people think that evolution means progress in a good fashion but also evolution can just mean that you know that uh you got a you got a trait that didn't that there wasn't that didn't work out into, to where your region is like dr clark said you can have a degenerate you know what i mean dr clark used to call certain people degenerate you know what i mean so even though they the last to evolve on the chain, does not mean that you have progressed more intellectually or nothing. Is that is that is that correct? I I would say that with 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 evolution, it's just simply whatever works, right? So the offspring, so you can have uh, valuable uh, viable offspring. That means have the ability to reproduce, and so it don't got to be perfect. It can just be good enough. That's it. You're right. There's no direction. There's no. Uh, Charles Darwin said it. He, he, you know, he spoke of like it's technology and stuff like that. But, but as far as intellectually speaking, Homo sapiens sapiens uh, are just as smart today as they was at uh, 350,000 years ago. But that's yeah. People get that wrong all the time. So you got some points in that. All right. Peace Six and black power family. One. Peace and black power family. What's your name? Where you calling from? Peace and black power family. What's your name and where you calling from? Uh, it's George, uh, George making a question for you. Peace. What's going on, George making in the building? What's happening, brother? Hey, what's going on? Hey, and Uzi, I, I'm uh, I took that ancestry DNA joint and said I'm 20% European. I'm 60. Uh, can you talk in the phone so to be clear? Are you on the speaker? I'm on my hold on, hold on. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on my phone. It ain't clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it, it said that I was 20% European. 
I was uh uh was it sixty two percent uh African, but forty two percent of that was Nigerian. Out of that sixty two percent, how do mm-hmm. I find out like the way you was breaking down like Y chromosomes or or like how do I find out where Nigeria or like what tribe that would be connected to? You take twenty three and Me test. Ancestry DNA test only gives you your autosomal DNA. Go to twenty three and Me and take okay. that so you can find out your haplogroup. But your haplogroup doesn't determine who you are. That's just a small piece of your DNA, and that's what people, a lot of the Hebrews don't understand. They try to say E one B one A is Hebrew. No, haplogroups only makes up less than 0.1% of your DNA. That's just a sex chromosome. Your autosomal DNA determines who you are. You have African American men, African American men, or African of descent, this of the diaspora men walking around here from the Caribbean to North America. That's 80% African, but Y chromosome is R one B M two six nine. So if you got a European man who raped a black woman 300 years ago and gave birth to a man that looked like Bob Marley and he turned around and slept with more black women until now, you're going to find a man that looked like Wesley Snipes. But his Y chromosome is going to go back to Europe. So your autosomal DNA determines who you are more than a haplogroup because haplogroups, that's a daddy's maybe mama's baby thing. You know, they can go in any direction because you have one of the best of our, right now for us in our community, Rick Kittles. He's 80 to 90% African. But his Y chromosome goes back to Europe. Is he a European? When police pull him over, are they going to say, oh, you're British? They don't care about that. They see an African man. So Y chromosomes or haplogroups does not determine who you are overall. And that's why for a Hebrew to try to use that to determine what a Hebrew is, it doesn't make sense. You got Puerto Rican man walking around here that's 80% Mediterranean Spaniard. But they Y chromosome is E1B1A. <laughs> So <laughs> you know, oh, okay. it don't mean nothing, yo. So, so, so you say I, I gotta take I gotta take the twenty three and me to find out. I, got, I, yeah. I have yeah, okay, yeah, because that's the part I didn't understand. Because I, I have a, a large percentage of Native American too, because my mom is Cuban. But I'm sixty two percent African. But I got yeah. like I got over fifteen percent of Native American. But I don't yeah. even know like how to, how you break that down. I don't even know what none of that stuff means when I look at the numbers. Well, if your Native American comes when from I look Cuba, from the ancestry. Yeah, well, if, it, if you got indigenous Native American from Cuba, it's very similar to the Elwaks and the Tainos that was part of the, the early Dominican Republic right. and some of the Puerto Ricans before they called it rich port, the indigenous population. The Elwaks or the Tainos were all in the same factor. So if you got a large percentage of that indigenous American, that's what it is. It's not coming from the far Nordic portions of the indigenous Nordic, Nordic Northern Americans that was here. But they're all genetically... Yeah, I was trying to. Yeah, I was trying to find. Yeah, that's what I was. I was just trying to find out, like, how you get it back. So I got to take the twenty three and me. I'm damn near half of who, half of what it says I am is Nigerian. So I wanted to know well, where the hell, do, where the hell is it at? Like, where, where did it come if, from? If, so I'm gonna get if, the other one if, though. If, if, if it's forty two percent Nigerian, African Americans have a high percentage of Nigerian because there was a. They just found out recently that there was an underground slave trade that was continuing out to eighteen sixty five, which reintroduce more sub-Saharan African genes in us. That was the Yoruba decline. The first Nigerians that were brought here okay. through Jamestown, Virginia, and, uh, and um, New York was Igbos. This is why you find Igbo right. Okay. So a lot of our Nigerian component comes from two clusters. Basically, Igbo and Yoruba, when you really follow it. That's why it's so high in African Americans or Africans in the diaspora. Okay. Yeah, me and Sarnetta, we got to find out uh, our Native American side, <laughs> where they come from. <laughs> me yeah. and Sarnetta, we got that. <laughs> Man. I got, I got, I got, uh, it goes, I got 18%. 18%. Yeah. 
Hey man, this your land. You indigenous. You Aboriginal. You can say it. You yeah. can you can you can scream that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I got sixty two percent African though. I identified but, but, it. I got sixty two percent African. Hey, hey yo, eighteen percent <laughs> is high. Like I got a large percentage of me that's Middle Eastern, but I don't claim Middle Eastern. But I'm just right. saying, so it's high. Eighteen percent is pretty high. <laughs> yeah, you up there, boy. Yeah. Go ahead and get that vaccine to be safe, man. <laughs> Hey, yo, yeah, they, it goes, you know, people, a lot of people stressing about a technology, man, that's been around for 225 years in North America, man. Oh, yeah. And people making way too much out of the vaccine. The shit like it's some it's some normal awesome. shit. You feel me? I got both of my shots. I know you did. <laughs> me He's too. He's like Power Family. What's your name? Where you calling from? Come on, yo, we ain't hey, how playing, you doing, Nether? And Gozi, this is Ostay coming out of Pittsburgh. How you doing, man? Good, good. Up, hey, Peace. All right, brother. Hey, and Gozi, I talked to you on Garfield's channel a couple weeks ago. I was the brother that said I had like 95% sub-Saharan African, mm -hmm. but I have the the R1B because yeah. I guess the the story about some Scottish man leaving Scotland and my family yeah. is actually real. Yeah. So I'm one of them examples, but I got a high percentage of African, 95%. And I'm only 4% European. I mean, you are African. I mean, majority rules. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, right. that's what you are. I mean, your Y chromosome go back to Europe, but again, Y chromosomes is that's a small signature of, of who you are overall. Like I said, you got you got people that live in Texas as European, 88%, 99%, and they got E1B1A. Are they Africans? No. One of their great, 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 great grandfathers was an African slave that messed around with white women for the last 300 years. So now here's, now here's the thing though. So when we look so when we're looking at autosomal DNA, right? Mm -hmm. When we're talking about mixed people, mm -hmm. how does that how, how does that come together? Because we always say that black is dominant, but is no. that really true? No, you got people out here that's so-called biracial that look more European than Sub-Saharan African. And then most of the black Americans, when they mix with a white person, I know them, they're not 50-50 because African-Americans are already slightly European, ranging from 20 to 10%. Right. So they mix with a white person, that black person or biracial person that look like Drake, Drake might be 42% African. 43% African and the rest European because Africans already have a African Americans already have 10% to a quarter percentage of European DNA. So it's not going to be 100%. That's what, that's why we got to get out of the idea of race and it's social. It's about what you choose to identify with. Cause I know biracial people that identify with being African and they more African centered than people that look like neurotics in Sudan. So it's based off what you choose, right. how you choose to identify yourself. That's why I said, like, if you passing, passing, that means that you just mostly white. Correct. But then in America, that one drop rule messed us up. That one and drop rule is not real. Because America is one of the most racist places. For example, in Latin America, there is no such thing as a Latino. You only become Latino in North America. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. In Dominican, a lot of people That's don't respect. People. A lot, yeah, a lot of people don't respect our Dominican brothers when they say, even though Dominicans can be Afro-Dominican, extremely black. And some of them are mostly mulatto. And then you got the Welo, which is the white ones. But they'll tell you, I'm not black because they base their analysis off their nationality. Black and honesty right. in North America is a subtle disrespect when it comes to the modern Western European insult, insult when it comes to describing whiteness and blackness. 
Because if you go back 3,000 years ago, did the ancient Yoruba call itself black? Did the ancient Mandinka call itself black? No. These are, this is a descriptive term. Like, for example, let me tell you how tricky race get. In Russia, Caucasians are called black to the Russians. Why? Because they got black hair mm -hmm. and they're more hairier. Look it up. Caucasians yep. in Russia are called black. Does it make sense? Just no. like with the Nordic. Correct. With, with, just like with the, the Vikings, when they said that, uh, like, whole guard of black, I mean, he had black hair and dark eyes. And right. that's the thing. Most white people are brown hair, brown eyes. I don't right. know where we keep saying that it's blonde hair and blue eyes. That's not the majority of white people. Right. Or, or, Especially or the with the Spanish. Yeah, or the black Irish. People get twisted on the Spanish. Yeah, yep. or the black Irish. The black Irish are called black Irish because their hair is dark and their eyes is dark compared to the other Irish people. That's why they call them black Irish. They mix with Spanish people. Because they and mix with Mediterranean. Spanish come from Celtic people. Yep. Yes, the, the Spaniards is the in-between between the early Neolithic farmers that came from Anatolia, from early <laughs> Middle Eastern components, and the later component comes from the Yemenias <laughs> that come from the Russian steppes that gave them that that Latin language. When you study the Latin root linguistically, it's part of the Indo-European language family, but it's a late addition with a higher percentage of Middle Eastern component that's been there since the Neolithic time that brought farming. So these Hispanics or and Mediterranean Europeans... Uh, mm -hmm. Oh, good. That's where the R1B comes from, the Yamnana culture. It comes from those people, but it, was, but it was also a branch of R1B that escaped them before development at R1B VA8 that's in Africa. They came down around 6,000 years ago through the Atlas Mountains prior before that, and a predecessor was something called Villabrana Man. He was dark-skinned, but that was 12,000 years ago where Villabrana Man exists. So the so it was it was snips of it that developed. The later edition of R1B VA8 is what happened. That's why when they found out recently that King Tut was R1B, he actually was R1B1A2, which is the same one that the Chadic people have, the Hauser Man have. R1B right. VA8. At first, at first, when I found out I was R1B because I'm RM2 I was hoping that was uh, VA8 because that was the one that went back into Africa. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that was, that was, yeah, that's what I was hoping it was. But yeah, mine come right out of mostly Wales, Scotland and all that. Just because of you, that one. That still, one. Just messed up the whole thing. But you're still African because your autosomal DNA, you, you, you African as hell, bro. You're 95. Look, look, <laughs> my haplogroup yeah. is African, but autosomally, I'm only 70% African. 69 to 70% African. So again, hey, yo, I applaud you. You're still mostly, you're more African than me, autosomally. And that's what determines, or as a species, we all African. But I'm saying you have more recent sub-Saharan African mutations that adjusted and adapted there more than even me, even though I got two African haplogroups. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say, brother. Yeah, I'm always glad when y'all come on, you and I. Peace, you can. Peace, peace. Hey, you want to add on? Uh? Hey, no, no, no. I mean, she, you know, you know, that's and goes especially yo them damn tribes and migrations, yo. Like that's what he do, man. That's his name, right? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't been doing that shit. <laughs> yeah, the human genome is crazy, yo. Yeah, yo, that's come on, man. Man, come on, man. I got some anti-vaxxers in the chat room, man. Go ahead and light that up, man. What's up? Where you at? Where you at? I'm seeing some people, man, I don't know what the hell they're talking about. They scan out people. Well, I'll tell you this. If back to it, it, the reason why you still alive. No, nah, no, nah, I don't even I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> so, um, you know they took down my video, the one with me, you, and Jabari. Oh yeah. No, they didn't. And, yes, they did, brother. And no, they gave me a goddamn community damn strike. 
No, for oh, what? Wow. For teaching vaccines? They did it, brother. Remember, you were saying, nah, as long as you got somebody else on here doing right. it. And okay, but we talking, well, me and Gozi ain't anti-vaxxing, bro. You tripping now. Now you okay. messing up. I don't no, know. Man. These motherfuckers, man. They don't hey, even want to be talking about that. You got to go and feel that. What they doing, what they doing, sir, if, if, the, if the information isn't scientific, that's when they start to take it down. If it's like, if it's, if it's pseudo, like, for example, they did that to Western name recently. He was saying stuff that wasn't part of what's going on in the scientific academia. That's why, I they, but it, I, but I respect what you're saying. You only want to chance it, so I got you on that, King. I respect yeah, you. You bugging something that ain't to? I, mean, I got a whole channel for the vaccines. I don't know. They ain't messing with you, huh? Yeah, it's because you had the, because you had the largest anti-vax community on your damn channel, man. <laughs> Brother, uh, all you got to do is look. They gave me a community strike. So, so, um, so you didn't you didn't you didn't appeal and say, "Well, wait a minute, I actually had." I did appeal it. I'm just okay. waiting on them. No, you know, I got seven days. They're going to give me seven days and put it. That's why I'm not going live on my channel. So they're going to get you straight. Come on, man. They're going to get you straight, man. Like I got a whole, you can talk about vaccine. You just can't talk about in the chat room with that nonsense. So, you know, we keep it scientific, man. Like this is the, like all we was teaching. Check this out, Ngozi. All the information we've been teaching was science and scientific literacy and evolution. It all led to this moment right here, yo. We, we, we was actually giving our people a head start on the rest of, of the African-Americans. Y'all actually had information that would serve you well in this particular situation. We had them already. We had them, we had them coached up. We had them trained up. We get you. So if you talk about evolution, then, then you can't understand vaccines without understanding evolution, right? If you don't understand your medicine got to be evolutionary minded. You got to know that pathogens and viruses they mutate when we're, we're in an arms race, right? That's why you hear them talking about different variants. You know, well, why different variants popping up? Because those variants are popping up every time a person passes on that particular uh, variant, right? It's causing a, it, it's causing a mutation. They mutate. That's what All right. do. All right. Yo, Unc and Ngozi, this is mine. This is my uh, 23andMe. You're Neanderthal. I need you to break this down for me. <laughs> Yo, Unc. <laughs> break this down for me, Ngozi and Unc. You see it at the beginning. Can you see it? Yeah, it's small. How do I make it big? How do I make it big? Over there you to your right. All right, you I'm must... on my right. Would you on a, a chrome, right? No. Open the dots up. At the okay. top of the, I'm saying, in your chrome. On your no, action. I'm not on chrome. I'm not on chrome. I'm on Safari. <laughs> Oh, I don't know how to. I don't know how to make that big on that. Well, well, maybe you should right click and see if it, something come up to make it bigger. Oh man, no. Yeah, I can't even see that. I see seventy four percent. I mean, he mostly African. Yeah, you. Were, well, yeah. Uh, West African, I'm fifty four percent, fifty four point five percent. Yeah. What's at the top in purple, uh, Sarnetta? What does that say? That's um sub-Saharan African, 74.1%. Yeah. You mainly so you mainly African. You African, bro. Majority rules, you African. <laughs> all right, all right. That's what I'm trying to tell people, man. I mean, when we first got the test, we were worrying about where we was from. Remember that, yo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was scared it was gonna hey, say hey, something. Hey, hey, hey Sai, go to your haplo groups too, because your haplo groups, I think those are African too. Your Y chromosome and your mighty conjure. Okay. Um I got my um L what? Oh, you got oh, a nice shit. chunk of native. You got a nice it chunk says, of native in you, bro. It says East Asian and, and Native American, 
Only 6.1%. That's a that's a whole that's over five percent. That's a chunk of native. That's decent. Oh, Indi- man. You got some indigenous American DNA. Okay. Put your hand on your mouth, yo. Woo 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 woo. Then we you funny. Uh, uh let me see. Let me see what it says down here. Yeah, you're a strike, yo. Yeah, they gave me a damn strike, brother. Yeah, because they so used to you bring the anti-vaxxers on yo with the nonsense. What about oh shit, yo man? Look at this, yo. They got me European, man. 19.5 percent, man. That ain't bad though. I mean, most of these, a lot of cats got 25 to 20 percent. So I mean, and and then you got a decent percentage of what is it? Iberian Peninsula? How much is your Iberian Peninsula? From, From Spain. Uh let me see. Algerian Peninsula from Spain. Spain and Portugal. It should say like Southern Europe. You all say the tribe of Gaza. I see Southern East East African. That's no, only 0.3. No, no, go to your Europe. Go down to Europe where it says European. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, um, Spanish and Portugal, 10.9%. See, yeah. So, yeah, you got at least you got more Mediterranean European and Nordic European. How much British you got in? Hold on. Uh, British. Somebody oh man, 1.7%. Ah man, see, you got at least you got more Mediterranean Spaniard from Southern Europe than the British Nordic, the Anglos and the Saxons, which makes up the England and and, and, and the other branch. So I mean that's that comes from your um your father's Afro-Dominican, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's why you got the Spaniard and the British side is from your mother who's uh, and uh, and yeah, that's why you got the high native too, because of yeah. your father's Dominican. So yeah, right. But for you to be 74%, your pops is an Afro-Dominican. So he you got a lot of sub-Saharan African in you. That's pretty high. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty high. Good. I feel good now. <laughs> oh, yeah, you African, bro. <laughs> I feel good. Unk tried to tell me I was a white man. Oh, no. I ain't telling you that, yo. You nah, he ain't tell me that. What we got? Hey, we got But some- I got um broadly West African only 7.4%. Well, well, the broadly West African is like broadly the DNA that they haven't been able to, they can't really decipher it. Even though you're over all West Africa, that's the parts, like next year when they get more pears or lilies, and they, they're going to give you more. They're going to give you more of a better idea. So every year, your DNA might change a little bit. So that broad, broadly 7%, that's an unknown. They know it's from West Africa, but they can't determine who it is. But it's from West Angola Africa. and Guyanese. I got 14.2%. Angola, yeah, that's that's powerful. How much Senegalese you got in you? Um, Senegalese, um, 2.4. Oh, yeah. He's African, though. So you're mainly Western and Central African. That's powerful. Okay, there you go. That's it. But you know what, Ingoldi? What's that? They still doing research on it because they will send me something probably next week to update it, to upgrade it. Yeah, the more samples they get, it's like next year your DNA might go up a little bit. I mean, your African might go up. It's going to keep changing because they're going to keep getting more samples every year. So it's going to keep changing. That's powerful, though. You still mean You know what? I want to call Kwana. Kwana is a Hebrew. He took his DNA test, but he ain't want to tell us what it was, uh, uh. <laughs> right, right. You know Quinnah, right? You know Quinnah? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's right. from yeah. F-O-P-E, and uh, he yeah. ain't want to tell us what that Morpheus. shit was, so I'm going to get it out of him. Peace yeah. and Black Power, Morpheus in the building. What's up, Morpheus? Hey, what's up, man? Peace, everybody. Peace, uh, 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 Ngozi, man, and um, uh, oh, my Lord. brother, uh, man. Peace. Peace, Peace brother. Okay, listen, uh, um, <clears throat> I'm gonna uh, want to know, can I make a suggestion? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, in, the, in the conscious community, 
there's a lot of people right who are taking these tests right but they don't they don't understand the results when they get them you that's know what why I mean? they need to come on the show and i could bring brothers on and they break it down right that's what I was going to say. So, uh, if I give you a suggestion to have some type of service with, uh, through you, Sonetta, yeah. and with the brothers that can explain and help to break it down, because it's, it's crystal clear just from listening to Brother Apostle and people, they don't understand. These people don't understand, you know. You know, you know what I mean? They, they really don't. And, and I mean, in all honesty, they just don't, you know, they get it and they go, oh, I'm so and so. And what does this mean? And I don't know what that means. And, and so, you know, I was just asking as a suggestion that we can create some type of platform within, you know, your, uh, uh, your house for, uh, yeah. you know, to help people out with that. That's all. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's your good. point. That's a good point, bro. Yeah, that is a all good right. point. All right, brother. All right. Peace. Peace. And who we got in the chat saying DNA ain't real, yo? What guy was that, man? They well, said, you know, that's what people be saying. That's what I be trying to tell you. Them Negroes are crazy. So what do they think if DNA ain't real, how they think, like, what do they think he just popped up somewhere? Like yeah, that's what we need to ask them. They they scared to call in though. Yeah, they say send the link. Go, Baba, Baba, who got peace and black power? What's your name? Where you calling from? Oh, peace and black power, King. I was just calling to tell you to give Mrs. Grammar a wrench back. Uh oh. Good show. Good All right, job. good very, show. Very peace, Thank peace. you for the information, brothers. Ankin and Gozi, very informative. And, um and um I just I didn't think I, you were gonna put me on the um you know on the well you on you on the big stage right now what you got any questions no I no honestly I just am learning it's not, he's I, and Gozi doesn't know it but um you know shout out to Team Osiris I, I be looking please. at them sometimes okay please, so anyway please. I, I, peace I was just saying um the sister because you remember you took her wrench by mistake Mrs. All right, I got you I got you all right, where's she at right, I don't see her in there she's in, she's out there all right peace and right. black power peace and black power hey so who is Baba ba Baba Gagu I don't know he's a go go gaga some shit I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I don't know nigga Google gaga some shit <laughs> you'll say DNA ain't real anyone saying take the vaccine don't know no better we gonna wait. We it's gonna get you next year. Don't worry about this year, yo. You be tell him to call time. in. I bet you he won't call in. Oh, yeah, ask him to call in. Yeah, they, See, they, they chatty scared. Patty. They talk that talk. Yeah, they chatty they patty. See now when we talking science and scientific literacy and dealing with it from a non biblical perspective, then then they scared. They talk that talk in that chat though. They oh, chatty yeah. patty. Yeah, y'all chatty patty. Uh -huh. yeah, that's the chatty patty shit there. Yeah, you, you supposed to you supposed to tell me you're talking all that trash. You need to step up. You need to step up and get a forehead. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get Cornab monkey ass up in here. We're gonna see what that DNA say. He ain't gonna say it. He ain't gonna say it though. Watch. <laughs> He's a Hebrew. He watching. Oh man. Yeah, he under the bed. He hot. <laughs> Somebody says you can't be a pseudo killer and follow a white guy. I'm sorry, the person you were trying to reach has. All right, yo, man, I got I got to make some moves. I want to thank you, brother Ngozi, for coming through. Peace thank you love, for man. being a special guest, Unc, the God Killer in the building. It's yeah. good to have you two brothers back again, man. Huh? Hey, hey, hey Saul, before you go, I, I, in the future. I want to do a dialogue more on that Mesopotamian thing because I see, you know, Zion was talking about the timeline, that chronology. 
we got to be careful with Mesopotamia. It's bias. Okay. And, yes. and, 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 and that source he used about the Bosal dude, that's it's a lot of fraudulent to that when he talked about Abraham existing. We can get mm -hmm. into that too. I'm sure Uncle Will it. We I got a whole article on the like the fraudery or the fraud writing that they were trying to do. These Jews been trying to find themselves since Josephus to show that they never really had a, a real identity. So hey, and Gozi, do you remember what we did um a few summers ago? You was here, um, that's when you came to um New York and Gozi. Mm -hmm. What was that conference, um, Unc? Evolution Conference. Well, I'm going to be this summer because they opening back up the stage. So mm -hmm. this summer, brother, I'm doing a reunion of the conscious of us, the reunion of the HOK family with all of us coming through. And I'm going to have all of y'all going to have y'all time to speak and break down the science. You already know you're going to be in the building. Oh, so yeah. you will be given an invitation, man, and, a, and a, uh, a plane ticket to get through here, brother. Man, for sure. I already hey, know he's going to be hey, given a hey, plane ticket to come hey. on back. You ain't been here in Harlem in a minute, up, and you will be given a plane ticket and a goddamn um, uh, what they call it when you got the key. You got the key. Got the key. Hey, you got hey, the key hey, to get in your house, brother. Airbnb. You got the Airbnb. Hey, so, hey, hey, I want to say to Sire, it's Team Osiris, but it's always and forever. I'm a Ross squad up. So we gonna you already back, know. Right? You know yeah, that's real. <laughs> they don't know yo. They 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 caught slipping yo. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, we we gonna always do the right thing, yo. Oh yeah. Hope y'all ups and downs. That's just part of our growth as human beings. Oh yeah. We live oh, yeah. some, we learn some. We we you know we we accept our responsibility, right? And we move forward as grown ass adults, yo. But oh, we ain't yeah. gonna never let the pseudos get out of control, dog. Like like you know what I'm saying. We got the peace to check them every day. So we getting out of control. They yeah, they get out of peace up, y'all. Hey, I got to roll. Hold on, hold on, sir. Man, you beat the brakes off of Zion Lex last conversation y'all had, man. Why is he acting like he's getting, man? <laughs> Come on, bro. He <laughs> don't want that. <laughs> look, and look, then oh. I see you got that computer working too, goes. It's, it's a problem, dog. Hey, hey yeah, I just had a problem, problem You know, because I ain't never in the crib. I'm not at home now. Right, uh, right. <laughs> you make sure you right there, bro. The next time you talk to Zion, be right there. For sure, for sure, yeah, man. Yeah, come on, dog. You beat the brakes up that. You know how long we've been doing a Sumerian talk, yo? It's a, it's a long time. But I do oh, applaud, man. I do applaud Zion because he trying to come with it. He, he at least he's African centered with it compared to the other. You, now nah, you they... tricked him. You tricked him. You know they get. <laughs> you know how we trick them. They try to start fighting with signs, yo. And you know yeah. once you start trying to fight with signs, you gotta get it correct because you're gonna look silly. They gotta get you know the how it work, right? It's crazy. Okay. That's what you really get when they try to use, like your man, yo, who's, uh, what was his name, man? He tried to use intelligent design on you. So, which one? Zion? The other Zion? No, the other dude, yo. What's uh, uh, Lex? Yeah, yeah, Vortex. Yeah, he that's was like, it. He was like, that's intelligent design. That's intelligent like, design theory. Yo. That's what they try to pull, yo. They coming, though. <laughs> they coming. <laughs> they coming, yeah. That's all right. Come on, man. All right. Peace, y'all. Peace to y'all, man. We out. Peace, all right, we out, yo. Appreciate peace. you. All right, Jesse, peace. Killers on deck. I'm a raw squad up, man. I'm a raw squad up. You already know. You already guys. know. Peace. Peace. We out. Hey, I don't see Miss Graham in the building. I don't see her. That's why I can't give her a wrench. I don't see Miss Graham. Where is, oh, where, oh, where is Miss Graham at? Oh, where? Oh, where can she be? Sonetter is the most legendary person to me in black YouTube. The all-time
one number one goat I'm trying to chase. I've always said that. If there was anybody that I could be like in terms of building a community around what I do, Sonetter is the best of all time. And a lot of y'all don't give Sonetter his props, but Sonetter is that nigga. I'm going to come out publicly say it. He's the nigga that I would love to be like. Don't you ever talk about Sonetter TV to me because we're going to have problems. I'm going to come for you. Don't you insult Sonetter. He's a G. You can't talk about everybody's not. Everybody might have problems and do fake stuff. I might do fake stuff. He might be wrong with some of the things he do. And I've heard him even address it. But Sonetter, how's he? And I know why y'all hate on him, because he did it out the mud before he even had motherfucking YouTube. He was already known out there. When he, so when he cut the YouTube on, he wasn't like the rest of us. That, you know, well, simple. He was, you know, similar. He was already in, in, in that industry. So you wasn't like me. I was a YouTuber for real. I was a nigga that didn't have nothing, you know. I had my school stuff going on, but I was just like, like, I wasn't known in the streets for, you know, doing this kind of content. He was. That's why y'all mad at me. At him. Sonetter TV is the epitome of who I would want to be like. He put in that work. He put in that work. He put in that pain. He put in that pain. Not playing no game. Not playing no game. You know what it's saying. You know what it's saying. Sonetter. 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 see miss graham so i don't know where she at i strolled up i didn't see her so maybe i'll catch her on the next one peace and black power family um i got prince icl coming through yes the demona boys they'll be here right here in the studio thursday family make no mistake you would want to have your ass in the building the prince icl family will be here coming all the way to new york to visit your brother, Sarnetta. Y'all remember, I was in the shy um, this winter, um, last winter. I was in the shy last winter, and we met them. Now they're going to return the favor, and the family will be here this Thursday. We're going to talk about the Mona and how they are trying to get the people out, the Hebrews, out of the Mona. We're going to get them. Zion Lex will also be in the building for that, and y'all don't want to miss that, man, all right? Prince ICL and his family, his beautiful family, his son. The wives, they're going to be in the building. So, man, listen, y'all have, have your ass up in here in the building. Thursday is going down. What I got tomorrow? Um, I'll let you know. Peace. <laughs>